Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games and letting the water wash away our sins. My name is Dan Allen. I'm your moderator today. I'm joined by Kyle Melville. Howdy doody. Nicholas Cartier. He has risen. <laughs> he has risen. Today is Sunday, September 9th, 2018. It is. Is it okay to call it nights? Is it the evening? It's a sweet Michigan night. It's cool. It's it's apparently fall now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was summer. It rained for a month. Now it's cold. Then, <laughs> then we were in Florida for like a week or a week and a half. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was crazy hot. And now it's fall. Uh, any thoughts on... Boost weather. On the, <laughs> the boost weather, Kyle? Boost weather. Cartier, is this any sort of sign of the, um... How do I say... Apocalypse. Well, I'll say that we'll just be smoothly sailing through some corrections. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see the dancing that happens when uh when the song hits. Real quick corrections. Kyle said he was gonna, and I quote, buy Super Street the game tomorrow. Uh, he didn't. But the Super Street, <laughs> the game, was then delayed till the 11th of September. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Noctis from Final Fantasy XV being one of the greatest fishermen in video game history. Uh, but anyways, the little fishing devil from that game series Cartier is Kokoto, Kokoto Fishing Master. There's also a Kokoto Karting, and something else. I think it's an actual game where they platform. Does he fish in that game? We only fished in one game. Really? Thank you! Bless you. Thank you. And finally, Kyle said he'd give us an update on how Super Street the game was after he played it. It was really good. But he was unable to play it. Because Super Street the game has been delayed until the 11th of September. Uh, and he's not allowed to talk about his developer's copy. And corrections. I gotta say that, like... I don't want to rub it in any more than having two different, like, bits during corrections about it. Uh, it hurts way more, the last minute delay of a week, than them being like, Shenmue 3 a year from now. Yeah. I'm, for some reason, that doesn't hurt as much as I think, like, was it like two days before? They're like, ah, technical difficulties. And that's how it goes. It's not like you can give people a lot of notice for technical difficulties. <laughs> but yeah, the week delay. How's the anticipation level right now, Kyle? That's alright. Would you say... Nine? I'm honestly... My expectations aren't high for this game. True. So... But the... The anticipation is there. It's weird that I'm gonna get this before Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh man, none of us playing Spider-Man. Yeah. How weird. Spider-Man came out I want to, but like, car parts. Mmm. (laughs) Automobile... Parts. It's not on the Switch, Cartier. What is? This week <laughs> in gaming. Uh, time for a little segment called This Week in Gaming. Where we talk about what we played throughout the week. Kyle Melville, what did we? What'd you play this week, man? What'd you play this week in the gaming? GTA. You're back. Oh, nice. What? What's new? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you grinding for money? You grinding for... Ghost raging. <laughs> Online? No. Okay, nice. But you're, you're not like accomplishing the story. You just nope. <laughs> not at all. Nice. In 2018, that's like the safest place that you can just I cause so. trouble. That's exactly why I'm doing it. You don't need to cause trouble in front of others online. No, I don't need to see that. <laughs> Would you say that GTA Online has lost a bit of its sizzle? No. 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 I couldn't help but notice... I know you are trying to focus on getting to the story, but I couldn't help but notice... You've been playing the story. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I directly have never played it, so... Right. You want to experience Frank and the beard? It's just GTA, man. Mm. You yeah. You turn on that game, and we'll just start fucking shit up. 
Honestly, man, that's why I'm like, there's no problem loving Rockstar as much as I do because it's like they do so much, like they do so much well, and even like uh, criticisms you could make about like past stories, pretty much anything that isn't San Andreas is really easy to pick apart. Oh yeah, but San Andreas, San Andreas, crazy CJ. <laughs> Whenever I'm like... Big smoke. <laughs> big smoke. Whenever I'm like, D'Angelo, you know it was probably the best GTA story, and I say anything except San Andreas because I forgot it existed. <laughs> uh, he's very insulted. Without a doubt. I mean, there's no lying. At the beginning of San Andreas, you're like going home because your mom has just died. You gotta go to the funeral. You reunite with your sister and your brother. Like, it's... Of all the starts to GTAs, like, action-packed or like... Oh, yeah. just like, doesn't matter. Like, nothing's ever like... That heavy that fast. It feels like... It feels like it's never that heavy that fast. Uh, GTA, anything else? Anything else you played this week? You play that Transference demo? Nope, not yet. Next week in gaming. It's got the end's coming up next month, dude. I've been working a lot. Yeah. How's that going? Car parts. You need them car parts. You need them car parts. Yeah. You, went to a, you went to a car show. I did. This past week. Good times? Fun Yesterday. times? Yesterday. Oh, nice. Last night. Last night. Overall fun? Yeah, it was fun. There was... There was... A lot of shit going on in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And even at the car show, there's just a bunch of motherfuckers, too. Raid... These Raid. guys showed up, like, in all their Hellcats. I think they're Hellcats. Mm. Yeah. They have those yellow... Yellow things, I think they're Hellcats. Oh, I don't know if that is what The yellow bumper cards. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the guy was like, no, man, you can't be doing burnouts and stuff here. You can't be going sideways and stuff. He goes, I don't listen to all the grown-ass men. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, wow. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this week. <laughs> you told some guy he was being an asshole. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, he laughed he laughed about it because he knew. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, hard, hard to keep this car straight. Cartier, what did you play? This week in gaming. Well, first of all, I'd like to say that this week in gaming is brought to you by Litmit Media, Litmit Media Incorporated, Litmit Media LLC, and Trey. And this week in gaming, I played... <laughs> I, don't know, I played a little uh, Breath of the Wild. I died a couple times, you know. Had a had a good time. Karak seeds. Are you um, hunting? If, if, if I if I see a puddle, uh, if I see a puzzle, I'll do it. Mm. But yeah, no, because I wanted to. I was thinking about. I've been thinking about. I'm um, starting it over and playing it again. Whoa! Because like I haven't beat it yet, but I, it's fun. I'll play it again. No, dude, just keep grinding. I hear there's some really good stuff at the end. Uh... Yeah. But Would I want to be... play. Um, I want to play Master Qu- Master Quest mode. Oh, okay. So that's like um, it might just be Master mode, but it's like all the enemies are like three levels higher than they're supposed to be, and cool. Shit's just rough. But like, there's this one motherfucker. The first enemy that I uh, just like I find, and I've got like three sticks and <laughs> a rusty old woodcutter's axe. Nice. I'm just not doing any damage to this guy, and like I could sneak around him, but like. At this point, I just kind of want to, like, prove to myself that with three hearts, <laughs> I can kill him. Three hearts, three sticks, a rusty woodcutter's axe. Yeah. But I want to I wanna play it in master mode, because... You have to unlock that? Yeah, um, so that came out with, um, I want to say the first DLC. Mm-hmm, okay. Understood. But, yeah, no, it's just, it's hard. And, like, Breath of the Wild, like, isn't necessarily an easy game at that. Like, it's not super hard, but, like, mm-hmm. there's some, like, there's a boss I can't fucking beat. Right. But. I'll do it. Bomb arrows. No, I can't The Master Cycle. Haven't got it yet. Haven't got to. That was part of that DLC, too, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But, other than that, I've played some uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Nice. And I, I beat Bowser one of the first times that you, um, like, encounter him. But that's pretty much all I did in that. I want to I wanna be playing more Super Mario Odyssey. I think that might be the next game I want to beat. You, you know what I didn't talk about, Cartier? I was at, um, my girlfriend's sister's house. 
not that long ago when there was a minute where it's like, oh, Dan, you can play whatever you want in the Switch. I'm like, oh. And I played deep. The bit of Odyssey I've played before is you handed me it, and I played like maybe 15 minutes once in the desert. Uh, I played with D'Angelo two-player co-op where I was cappy for a little while, and that was like kind of when after you've crashed and shit, or like the crash happened during that. Uh, I'm sure you crashed multiple times. <laughs> um, we crashed because of Bowser, though, with D'Angelo. Anyways, but this time... I, I think that's at the part that I'm at right now where, like, then you get to use the cap and then you um, become, like, the long thing. What are they, long centipedes or whatever? Yes. Yeah, no, yes. that's that's the world that I'm on right now. Sick. Sick. Yeah. But I got to play, like, a few hours of it. Enough that I got back to the desert, which is the second world, right? Yep. So I'd never gotten to do, like, that opening hat-based world. So that was cool. Yeah, Odyssey's a ton of fun, man. It feels like something you could just, like, casually open up, play a little bit of. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot of things to do in it. Yeah. Whether it's, like, collecting various items of fruits. Mm-hmm. Or, like, finding coins. Because it's, like, I don't know. The more and more the Mario series goes, the less, like, lives really matter. Because, like, you can die... But if you die, then it just like you. It's pretty much like a three-hit system where you get hit three times, and then like you're gone. Kind of like in um, mm-hmm. what is it, sixty-four? Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know. Pretty much like you lose all your lives, and now like it's like ten coins, and it just Not like resets bad. you back at the beginning or whatever last checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Last Bowser flag that you touch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. It's fun. I when Odyssey was about to come out and Kyle's like, the game's making me buy a Switch. Yeah, I didn't buy a Switch. Or an Xbox, so. I saw you, like, teeter on the edge of getting that Xbox. I'm still not guaranteed. I can't guarantee you won't own specifically an Xbox One or the One X. <laughs> this generation I of Xbox. can't guarantee that. Kyle, if you put it in the trunk of your car, it's technically a car part. Mm-hmm. He's not lying. Next week in gaming. Next week <laughs> in cars. Cars. Yeah. I was also thinking about buying the Crash Bandicoot um, trilogy. Mm-hmm. For I was just walking yeah. around Meyer and I saw it and it was like 30-something and I was like, $30 isn't bad for a game that I'll play. Meyer has vi- a weird selection of games. I've been, past year I've been watching the Switch selection slowly get bigger with them, like... Nice. Yeah, because, like, for a while it was only, like, six games. And one of them was Trolls, or whatever. <laughs> Troll Hunter. Yeah. That's same. I, I want to say that same copy of L.A. Noir that I never buy is still sitting there. It's waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I walked through uh, a Meyer and I just haven't been to an electronics section of Meyer in a long time, I guess. But, uh... Of all the things that stood out... First off, they still have some stuff from when they used to trade back games. So they PS3 stuff, and the Xbox 360 stuff over there. And there it's, was some, it's weird to see, like, used games in a Meyer. It's I weird. know. I'm like, I, I was asked like, a, I was someone about it. I'm like, $5 for a copy of Legend of Zelda or Gone at a Time? Yeah, but, like, PS3, like, the full Minecraft shit. When did they used to trade back games? Apparently they used to have a trading system. I'm guessing somewhere on the PS3, Xbox 360... They just still have some of these things. I just, like, encountered it, like, a couple months ago. I just saw it, and it was just, Very like, used, and I'm like, like, did somebody, like, take it back, or, but no, that shed some light on it. I can buy used games and toilet paper here? Nice. Yeah, like, there was a physical copy of Owlboy? Uh, yeah. That was, like, cool. Oh, I guess, um, Okami does have a physical mm, copy. I thought it was I didn't see it. Important enough. Nice. I think I saw, like, an image of it, unless it was just, like... Someone's, like, fan art. HD. I'm like, what do it look like? Shenmue HD. Okami HD. Yeah. Resident Evil HD. Hid. <laughs> yeah, no. Meyer's an odd jungle these days. Cartoon. Yeah. Full of weird games. I bought nothing from that Meyer. Should've bought some diapers. Oof. Uh-huh. For you? Not for my son. Yeah, for, I figured. <laughs> for my son. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a real big be- he's a real big fan of um, shitting in his pants. Oh, yeah. Real I big mean, fan. I mean, yeah. Me that, too. Ten out of ten. Me too. Me too. So, um, Dan, 
Uh, what did you, uh... Hmm. What did you play this week in Blaming? Blaming. Uh, this week in Flaming. <laughs> Dear Diary, I was on the forums. Flame some boy. Um, this week in gaming... <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. This week in gaming... Drinking coffee late at night. It's weird. Donut County. I played Donut County. It's $13. It's an indie game that if you listen to this podcast or if your name is Nick Cartier or Kyle Melville, you might have heard me be like, I'm playing Donut County. Or you might have heard me say, I'm not. I'm probably not playing Donut County. Or you might have heard me say, just because Ben Esposito, maker of Donut County, loves Katamari and I love Katamari, doesn't mean I got to play your game. Uh, which was aggressive and un- unnecessary, but yeah, I bought that fucking game. Uh, you play as a raccoon. It's kind of in hindsight. You're at the bottom. You're 999 feet below the surface of Donut County uh, for most of this game as a raccoon named uh, TK? BK. As BK. Uh, and... That's pretty much what you play as. But it's like, you've sucked everyone up into this hole. Donut County is about you control a hole that, uh... The hole gets bigger as you, like, swallow up these items. It's like a hole in the ground. Uh, and just like Katamari, it, it, it grows so you can then, you know... Bigger items can go down into that 999-foot Shoes, skateboards, shoes, skateboards, cars, buildings. Yes, exactly. Uh, honestly, it never... It was a great experience. The story was... Like, head over heels way better than I thought it was going to be. And I remember him saying in an interview that I hope people don't think this game is long because it's not that long. Like, I'm, I'm worried. And I understand. That's pretty much the only backlash I've read about it. I kind of already knew it going in that it wasn't going to be super long, but it really is, like, two and a half hours. Uh, and it, seriously, my only real critique is, um... It's just, it was hard for people not to compare it to Katamari, even though it's a way different thing. I, like and how much he would bring it up in interviews, which is hard to do, hard to not do because everyone else is saying, "Oh, similar to Katamari." When something goes in the hole, that the most similar to Katamari is the noise it makes. <laughs> like, as someone who's played so much Katamari Forever this year, 2018, because I was trying to plant them in, I was just playing Katamari because I love it. Uh, the sound is so fucking close. <laughs> it's like, like a little pop of a bubble. Um, my real critique is I wish I'd gotten a little more like. Challenging. It got interesting. I did love it, though. I can't say I didn't love it. Um, there's moments where you, sh- you have to shoot certain items out of the hole to trigger other things. I think that it could have gone deeper. I think I read like a Steam review where someone said something along the lines of... Um, they said something along the lines of, this seems more like a proof of concept, uh, not like the full game. And while that is harsh, I do think that... like. It is a really good concept that I would like to see expanded on. I would play the next one. I don't feel like cheated or anything. Uh, it was a really good experience. Very interesting, weird little indie puzzle game. I just wish there had been a little more... Uh, not difficulty. But like more puzzles to it. Because like I said, comparing yourself to Katamari or it, you being compared to Katamari is... The thing is, if you've never heard of Katamari and you just pick it up and play it, uh, once you have it, you're like you're not good at Katamari. Realistically, you're not good because it's like a very weird system to get used to. Of you're rolling a ball using the two analogs, like uh, it's like simple but difficult. But even even with it realistically being hard, how they grade you in levels, even when you pass levels, how they grade you is so like until you've done it like over the top perfectly. Like uh, the King of the Cosmos is not going to give you much credit. He's going to shit on you. Like, even when you're, like, very good, he's going to shit on you. So that gives an even bigger illusion of how difficult Katamari is. But even without that, like, to be uh, compared to it and have it really be... Donut County was not difficult. It wasn't even, like... I don't know. I just loved it. That's why why I kind of, like... I would love to see more of it. I'd love to see, like, these concepts expanded on. Ben Esposito was the guy that made it. He was on... Unfinished Swan and What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, and yeah, honestly, at this point, Annapurna puts out a weird game for the PS4. I'm going to heavily consider playing it. And it's mostly because I sit in this chair. Talk about Katamari a lot just now. I sit in this chair waiting for fucking Wadham. 
Any day, Wadham. You said 2018. I'm waiting. Waiting so hard to hold hands and make friends with a slice of cake or whatever. Be the mayor. This week in gaming. There's one other thing I'd like to talk about, Nicholas, if that's alright. If you'll humor me. Nights. Will you humor me? Nights. Cool. Is it about... Is it about... Coilovers? Yeah, well, I was... I am still interested in the size of the coilover. We'll get to that towards the end if we have time. Um, Very nice. Very nice. I've continued the... The... Let's back this up. For like two years I've been trying to make it right, Cartier. There's a lot of games I've missed out on for assorted reasons in my life. Uh, like, I missed out on some games. Or I just didn't give some games a chance. Uh, I'm trying to make that right. Playing through, like, why is Dan playing Final Fantasy X? Like, that's why. It's like, why I've been running through Kingdom Hearts for the last two years. Like, making it right. It's like, why are you trying Far Cry 5, Daniel? You don't like first-person fucking shooters. Get out of here. I'm really loving it. And I played so much of it this week. I'm way deeper. I've officially killed... There's three counties. I went to the south first and killed John. Uh, I've finished that now. I was going to 100% it and move on, but they're like... Some missions are just obnoxious. I'm, so I'm at like, everything's 100% except 48 out of 52 actual missions. That's including there's a collectible one, the Vietnam lighters I'm still finding. Those are in different counties. So, I, I was liking it. I was liking the system of Far Cry 5. But I had some words, some words for it after the first county. The repetition, the repetition was getting to me a little bit. I hadn't enjoyed the love of fishing yet. Kyle, I hadn't really fished that much. But the repetition oh, so, was kind of uh, the repetition was kind of getting me right. Uh, and that's, what, that's what the fishing is for. And mostly, yes, it is. And mostly, it's because like I'm doing this for what? Because like, the story from the southern county is it's not great. But luckily for Far Cry Five, which uh, has really changed how I looked at Far Cry Five. Last week, (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 the weakest villain. The weakest narrative villain is in the south. When he dies, the monologue you get from the father from Joseph is at that point the best thing I had seen in that game. I'm like, God, I kind of wish. I think I'm gonna finish this game. Still wishing there had been more of it. Uh, People say you see him punk. I agree, but without that, without that, uh, the developers kind of been like. Wonder why? <laughs> Weird, CM Punk villain in Far Cry Five. But no, the monologues have been really good. He talks about how that John was really his brother and John's childhood and shit like that. So good. Uh, I go into the. I'm going north next. I'm gonna leave the girl for last, right? So you should. And that's what I thought. <laughs> Something's happened. So I'm like, I definitely want to go get Peaches, right? Yeah. Peaches in, is in what's her name? Hope or Faith? Faith, yeah. It's in Faith's County. Because uh, I've been riding or dying with fucking Boomer, and it's great. And Grace, the sniper, she's yeah. good. But yeah, like, that's what I was telling you. Yeah, you were, yeah, yeah. Everyone said good things about Grace? Yeah, Grace is great. It's going to be hard not to go back to her. They're all kind of good, though, so I kind of like changing around. I go for Peaches, which is a cougar that stealthily kills things and is your friend and has a pink little collar on, and you can pet. If you Peaches th- is awesome. Yeah, I went and got Peaches... And what I didn't know is sometimes you'll pass by, like, water or whatever if there's, like, a bliss container, the drug called bliss. It's like, yeah. you can see the fumes coming out. Things get a little trippy or weird for a second. When it happens in her it's county... Like I sit there. Yeah. <laughs> when it happens... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. When, yeah. it, when it happens in her county, you'll, like... Start seeing shit. Well, so you... Oftentimes, after you do something major... I, like, John would come over the radio, and I'm like, how are you talking to me directly, John, talking shit to me? And he's like, you're being hunted. That kind of shit would happen, obviously, a lot. But, uh, it's not like that. You start hallucinating, and if you, and you hear her voice, and then you look around, if you look around long enough, I guarantee she has spawned somewhere, like, you hallucinating her, and it's just, like, weird shit. And at first I'm like, oh no, I don't want to start this shit yet, ah! But I was like, I gotta get peaches, get out. I did that, I'm like, but that looks so fucking good. The fact that she's just like, I'm hallucinating her and she's popping up. So then I go up yeah. and I start dealing with fucking the Judge Wolves. And like, I'm trying to stealthily go to these outposts in the north, the northern county. And it's just fucking 
hard to stealth when there's wolves everywhere. So I decided to collect all the comic books, which involves me going back into Faith's County, oh, which I was not ready for. That's a task. At this point, I've done a lot in the, uh, what's his name, Jacob? done a lot in Jacob's yeah. County to the point where I've done the training thing twice. You know, you have to go through and shoot people. Oh, it's yeah, like to get more time. Yeah. I've done that twice. Uh, so I'm not at like the climax of that yet, but like I'm on it. When I went back into Faith's thing, it was just like, you've been blessed. And I'm like, oh, oh no, because I was trying not to do anything. I was not trying to destroy anything, kill anyone in that county. I didn't want to start triggering the story. Was, you've been blessed. That has popped up no other place, Cartier. It's always, at best, it was comparable to, I didn't realize at the time, to you're being hunted. Because you're being blessed. I forget how it finally happens, but uh, it triggers the first cutscene with her, which is unlike every other cutscene in this game so far, which is, let me know that, without a doubt, this is going to be the strongest I'm glad I saved her for last, and I do think I recommend everyone saving her for last. I don't want to give too much away, but, uh... Not only is there a big statue of Joseph in there, but, like... Did you tear it down yet? No, no, but it's, uh... No, I didn't. But it's real weird. She, like, takes you to the top of it. She's, like, floating like an angel in this, like, weird hallucination first opening cutscene introduction to her, and just, like... Whoa, it's... It's very good. <laughs> um, because seriously... The story was very weak in that first county. How I feel about it now, I'm like so excited to finish that second county so I can get to hers. Because yeah. that shit looks insane. It's crazy. And it looks like... Uh, the, the southern county also had the most missions. I think I'm supposed to be filling out for the... Like, making up for the fact that, like... Did you go to the He's all about the power of, of yes. His statue, yeah? Uh, just in that cutscene with her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the shame about... This last thing I'll say, Cartier. The shame about me shitting all over the Southern County, besides the fact that that's where you get Boomer the dog from, that's also where Shotgun Preacher is. Yeah. I love that guy, and he's the best part of it. There's a really intense scene where you, like, people are getting things tattooed on them and fucking cut off their bodies and shit. And yeah. I kind of, dude, there have been some real dark things happening. I'm not going to reference oh, it, gosh, but yeah. this, the NPC story you get from Jess when you first meet her about the cook. Did you kill the cook? Yeah. They talk about the family. Yeah. That is some of the darkest shit. I brought it up to someone who I've been talking Far Cry 5 with, and shit was so dark, he definitely blocked that out. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to go into it. Uh, the Far Cry 5. I'm enjoying it. Way more than I've enjoyed any other first-person shooter in recent memory. That doesn't mean I'm changing my perspective on yes, things. It, it means I'm making it right. Still gonna play Evil Within 2 the rest of the way third person. Uh, this weekend... Character development? Character development. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll play Madden. <laughs> I've never not played Madden. I've just always been of the mind. <laughs> I guess I'll play Madden. I'd play a Madden if I had one. Madden is actually pretty dope. For the Switch? For the Switch. Bless you. Bless you. I got some still quieter than Rogers left. This. <laughs> I want to read to you some things today, guys. I want to. It's a, an unusual episode. Episode forty nine, pre, previous to the, the upcoming gauntlet. Uh, Almost heaven. I seriously. Uh, I want to talk about weird things today. First thing was, I went to the mailbox, which is weird. Uh, went to the mailbox, <laughs> and I, uh, I opened it up, and there was a game informer in there, along with, I'm sure, only one or two days of mail. Uh, and I threw some of that out. And look at that game informer. I opened it up, and there was an editorial that was so interesting. It's the first thing I want us to talk about. It's uh, Andy McNamara, who I'm quoting, editor-in-chief of Game Informer. I'm going to start partway through. Something called Rethinking Reviews. I want your boys' opinions oh. on this. When Minecraft launched in 2009, it was one of the first games that released as an alpha and slowly moved towards launch, almost two and a half years later. 
It was fun, and we discussed it. We discussed it as one of our top fifty games of that year, but held back because the game was officially in alpha and wasn't a final product. We wanted to be fair to the developers, so their game was reviewed and judged in its final form. The rest of the story is well known. Minecraft became a cultural phenomenon, and we didn't review it until a review didn't matter anymore, other than us putting on record that the game was surprise a lot of fun. More games started taking the early access approach, changing. I'm sorry charging players for the chance to be a part of the game's creation, driven in part by player feedback. But somewhere along the line, these early access games were no longer just working, were no longer just works in progress. They were products, incomplete or not, demanding players' time and money. Games like Fortnite are now on Season 5, yet still haven't left early access. And many other titles are always in progress, or continually changing with updates and patches happening at lightning speed. We feel labels like early access, open beta, and game preview can be used as shields for poor production or our straight up marketing. So going forward, we are taking the stance that if a game is monetized, it is open to critique. Uh, they go on to say that as things develop, they're going to review it in a way where that review can change. But that's pretty much what I want to talk about. I want to talk about games... Games without, I don't think it's uh, out of line, like the Game form, game form editorial just said. I don't think it's out of line to say that there are games that like hide behind early access, that hide behind being in alpha and beta, uh, not just because they're works in progress. That's fine that things are works in progress, but like it is interesting, uh, Game Informer being like, if you're charging money for this, like you're open to critique. I think that's healthy. I think that... You saw signs of this at the Game Awards when PUBG, which isn't officially out, was up for Game of the Year, and the argument everyone was having was it's not officially out yet. It's like, what if it, when it officially comes out next year, it's going to be up again? Uh, I think that once, like, but you could buy a hard copy for the Xbox at that point, correct? Yeah. PUBG. I think it's interesting stance to be like, listen, if you want my time and my money, like, then we're gonna, you know, as game critics, we're gonna be able to review you. Any thoughts on this, cartoon? I think it's completely right. Yeah. Uh, I know that Roger said what he definitely disagreed with when I discussed this with him was that he doesn't think uh, it should change. The review should change once that is out. Once you're charging money for it and you get that first review, that's the review of your game, even if it's going to change. Um, so first thoughts. Mm -hmm. So it's like what you're getting reviewed on is what your, uh, and it's a it's a hard pill to swallow because there are some listen there are some games out there that are like getting better over time without a doubt because of player feedback because no, of, no man's sky for mm -hmm. instance which 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 interestingly enough did not hide behind uh, like it's been out yeah. two years you know what I mean well that's because like they're out yeah yeah it's true not not really access not alpha not beta yeah. um I mean don't wrong I look at something like I mean, betas are necessary. It's almost funny to call out betas here, but if you're someone that stays in beta for months, and it's not like a, a short-term thing, like, Dragon Ball Z fighters get into beta for coming to Switch to, like, test the weird Switch network stuff. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, by the way, no Nintendo Direct this week. Yeah, Random thought. Didn't happen. Our thoughts and prayers with Japan. Where in Japan is there? I don't even... The earthquake happened. Um, Do you know where? It started with an H. Not here. No. Interesting. Keep talking for a second. I'll yeah, but out. anyways, our thoughts with those people in Japan? No uh, direct this week. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, listen, the fighters come to Switch, a beta for the online, yes. Like, Fallout 76, even with their, like, cute... Hokkaido. Hokkaido, Japan? Yeah, How bad was it? Pretty, pretty fucking bad. bad. Yeah, it was yeah. supposedly, yeah, very, very bad. It was a 6.6. 6. 6. Oh, right. No, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be nasty. It's supposed to be very Everybody die? I'm sure. Probably. Sad things. Sorry. It's at 37 right now, according to CNN.com 12 hours ago. 37 people? Yeah. Yeah, apparently it was like, so they didn't, they pulled the direct because something insensitive to the situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably maybe just doing it in general because I know they're, like, I think they had offices 
somewhere near, really close to where it happened. Right. Like, on the Nintendo office. So that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, no. <laughs> back to betas. <laughs> back to betas. Sometimes, sometimes it's necessary, but I do think that like it's interesting bringing up Minecraft as the example, and it's even more interesting bringing up the fact that Fortnite is in season five of its uh, battle royale, and you'd be like, well, Dan, Fortnite is free if you want it to be. Like the battle royale is that doesn't change the fact that. That's uh, still there. Save the yes, yes, and save the world. The Fortnite, the original Fortnite thing, which still exists, people still do it. Save the world, like I think it was like a founders pack situation, but save the world still costs money and it is still in early access. And I don't know the exact number, but I can tell you it's probably at least two years. It's been in early access, and you get something like Star Citizen. Is that what it is? The crazy space game. Yeah. Trey was always hyped on that shit. I think it's. I, Corrections next week. I think it's technically still in alpha. It, is, uh, it hasn't came out yet. Technically, like, people are people are playing that game. You know, people that are about that game are about that game. Yeah, about it, Bowdy. About it. Did you ever get Bowdy Bun? Bowdy Bun. Right. But no. So I thought that was interesting. And I, I figured we would, wouldn't necessarily be disagreeing or have like hot takes, but I just think it's a good sign. Uh, I think that I think that they could they should be reviewed, mm-hmm. but I think that when they come out, they should also be reviewed as well, like as a final product or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I actually think that's a strong way to do it, as opposed to like. Honestly, why why do, aren't all games like that? Really, like your retrospective. Oh, how, how really good? How really good was the fucking what's that game? Horizon Zero Dawn, you know. Mm-hmm. How hard? How big do things change because of patches and free at DLC just patches just and, and just like the game industry in itself you know mm-hmm. yeah things are always changing it's not like there's still games from like the 90s that they're like this is a this is a 10 out of 10 game this yeah. is a oh yeah looking back it'd be yeah. interesting <sighs> there is like a sweet like sense of the time you know what I mean I don't know interesting but anyways, all that good shit. I have one other weird thing I really want to talk about, Kyle. Yeah. If you can humor me reading... Crabs? Uh, articles. Oh. Crabs. I like to think that... You don't read crabs? Wait, oh, like... C- I just itch them. C, oh my lord. C period dot R period dot A period dot A dot B dot S. All that shit. That crabs? Crabs. I just want to make sure we're talking the same thing. You mean the Cultural Rehabilitation Association uh, for uh, Barta Station? No, like crabs, macaroni, and cheese. No, like a... Oh, crabs, macaroni, and cheese. Booba. Like a thin falafel. Crabs. Like falafel. a thin falafel. Correction, we didn't, we didn't bait like enough crepes. clicks. We didn't bait enough clicks last week with the hamster, dude. <laughs> Double though. <laughs> I, I just say label every video Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> yeah. We'll care. Uh, I have an article here from Eurogamer. I could think that we are, at best, people that play video games. At worst, conspiracy hunters. I want to know your exact opinion, Kyle. And yours, Cartier. Oh, thank you. On what's happening <laughs> in China. <laughs> Any thoughts? No. So there's... Two articles I'm about to reference. Um, important to know before these articles, there had been like a weird freeze in uh, games being approved. Because like, games have to go through a weird approval process in China. Uh, and there had been like a weird freeze, and I know developers were getting kind of scared. And this is what it is. It's an article by Emma Kent. I'm, I'm going read, <laughs> to read an article. Um, actually, no, I've read her articles before, but it's funny. An intern at Eurogamer wrote this. About the Chinese government. <laughs> and I'm going to read it. After several weeks of nervousness over China's freeze on video game approvals, developers' worst fears have been confirmed. China does indeed want to severely regulate the number of video games it approves, albeit for an unlikely reason. Chinese President Xi Jinping, in remarks reported this week by Chinese news outlet Xinhuanet, uh, that's a rough one. Yeah. I think the X is the Xi. Yeah. Uh, said the video game regulation was because he, and I quote, cares 
for the children's eyes and wants to, and I quote, let them have a bright future. Oh, oh. At a glimpse, a sensible declaration. Clearly, the man is a true visionary. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, I, that's where I, I gotta skip to a different part of it. Um, it's gonna be hard for me to judge with all those blahs. I'm sorry, dude, I'm gonna help you. <sighs> Yesterday, the Ministry of Education gave more detail and announced the Chinese government would implement a number of regulatory measures to combat the health problem. One of these involved restricting the total number of online games and controlling the amount of new online games allowed into the country to help protect the children's eyes. It was. It will also review the age rating system and adopt measures to limit the amount of time minors can play. And that's the second article I want to get to. Um, but this goes on to mention the news has hit the largest gaming company in the world. I said, when I was talking about you guys earlier, I'm like, Tencent must be number one or number two in the world. Yeah, apparently, according to this Eurogamer article, Tencent is the biggest... Ooh. Video game company in the world, and you might be on this panel, or you might be at home or in your car, and be like, "Who fucks Tencent?" According to this, and I, I know there's other things. I do not have them off the top of my head, but Tencent owns Riot, which is League of Legends, the money pit known as League of Legends, the endless money maker, and has a significant state in Epic, uh, which they're like Fortnite, but also I mean it's Unreal Engine, Epic's Unreal Engine shit. This latest setback comes after Tencent was forced to remove Monster Hunter World from its Chinese platform. Bliggity, bliggity, blue. This is why I want to get to, Kyle. Tencent has announced it will start forcibly restricting the number of hours children can spend playing its popular Whoa. MOBA, Honor of Kings, or Arena of Valor, as known in the West, uh, beginning Saturday... The 15th of September, players will be required to register their real names in order to play. These will be verified using a police database in order to identify underage players and limit a child's playtime. Children between the age of 13 and 18 will be able to play for up to two hours per day, while those 12 and under will be limited to just one. Uh, what's the reason? You may recall, President, blah, blah, blah. We just read that. The government's statements on games are having a serious impact on Tencent, which has seen its shares slump to a new year low. In fact, Tencent has lost a whopping $197 billion in share price value since January, largely as a consequence to the state's new position on video games. So interesting. Um, listen, we, let me preface uh, what we're about to do with... Uh, we're not experts on anything. On government things, on Chinese relations, but... I do like to guess wildly at things, Cartier. And let me say, interesting that this specifically affects no one more, besides the children's eyes, obviously, which it will affect greatly. It affects no one more than the largest video game company in the world. It's, it's interesting that this is the, ch the president of China saying these things. Like, this is super high up in the government. Um, and, like, it sounds like regulations were, like, already, like, tightening. But as a child having to register your name... It's fucked up. Because you can only play so many hours of games. It's, it's very interesting. Up, man. It's, it's, like, it, it's crazy to see, like, what, what the future is going to hold for that. Like, mm -hmm. where right now did, is that ever happening? Mm -hmm. How will and the video game industry was hardcore growing. That generation is gonna be fucking. Something's gonna happen. Like something's gonna give, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Well, they, it's it's totally it. I don't know. It's totally different over there because I'm, um, like, we're a we're a democracy, but they're uh, like they're a democratic dictatorship. Okay, for sure. Like that's that's what China technically is. So, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's just. I don't know, they, like, the fact that, like, we can go on the internet and, like, I can look up pretty much most things that I want to, and... It's true. You know, there's, there's, so, there's so many flags in China, there, like, there's so many websites and just, like, so much information that people in China 
don't don't have like access to because of just like IPs, not IPs, but like uh, what am I thinking about? Weird, Net- but weird networks. blocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weird, like yeah. yeah, exactly. Like how how like in high school they'd be like, you're not going on YouTube, and like classic. Yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. Thing. You go you go to your proxy site and you go on fucking YouTube. The limits but, to the internet in China, yeah, it, we probably, yeah, how much we take for granted is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like, it's not, it's not hard for you to go find footage of my hamster right now. I mean, Litmit, Litmit Media on YouTube, I mean, fucking, you can find that. Type it in. Sorry. You could go on YouTube Type and watch Kyle in. play a video game for 30 minutes. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, what was it? I am bread. I am bread. I am Kyle. Um, That's yeah. where I got frustrated as fuck. Good times. <laughs> Do you, much like the children of China, are probably very frustrated. frustrated. <laughs> but thank God their eyes. It's so funny to see... Um, also, look at the Chinese president waving here on this piece of paper. Looking good. My eyes are fine. Xi. <laughs> um, he's... I'm, I mean, I'm, we're not making fun of China or anything. It's just super, super fucking interesting. You were already seeing Tencent, who it's like... Even with the crazy number of 197 billion in market share uh, lost, they have their hands in a lot of pots. I don't think I'll ever be that worried about a company that big. But I'll also say, and I don't know if this is just them already planning to expanding to the West, or if this is a sign of the scramble, a sign of the times. But um, Arena of Valor, that big MOBA, like the biggest game in China and one of the biggest games in the world. The thing that will be greatly limited with this one hour, one two hour thing, which by the way, I bet if you're 18 and over, it just there's no limit. I'm guessing. I could be wrong about that. Uh, Arena Valor is supposed to be coming to the West, not just everywhere. It's coming to the Switch, uh, which like seems like a calculating move. Uh, I think that you see a lot of things scrambling to get specifically on Switch. I mean, obviously, Tencent's huge, but a lot of the Devolver games, Cartier, I know I talked to you about this, but recently, like, Gris looks amazing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just, like, PC and Switch, I'm like, listen, if I was Devolver, I'm like, you have this indie game, maybe they got stuff worked out with Nintendo, but more specifically, I'm like, why not focus just on where it's going to sell the best, which is PC and Switch, yeah. <laughs> like, without a doubt, uh... I'm afraid I'm going to start missing out on some weird games, dude. Just because PS4. Apparently it's like kind of a hassle as an indie an indie game to get on the PS4. More of a hassle. Trade in. <laughs> trade trade in. <laughs> <laughs> my, my achievement. <laughs> but, yeah, man, China. The, the one to two hour thing, the registering your real name. Like, I'm sure kids, like, probably had to enter, like, the date of birth before, and they just cheesed it, like we did when we were 13 on the internet. It's like, be 18 to enter this site. Like, who fuck, I mean, who are you, internet, to tell me what to do? I'm 13. (laughs) I remember those days. Remember those days. Apparently that's... I remember. Not to get into it, apparently that's why we are technically, without a doubt, by the definition I heard, we are millennials if we grew up with the internet. That's what I was told. If we had, like, the internet in high school. Oh, yeah. So that's, I guess that's us for jerseys. Yeah. The beginning of the internet's so good, dude. I feel like people missed out on it. I know, I said this as soon as there was ads on YouTube, and I'll say it till my, I'm dead, but it's like, I'm gonna be the old man that's like, I remember when there was no ads on YouTube. Yeah, like, funny, <laughs> and I'm like, I hope YouTube sticks around so those people will understand. <laughs> like, sure, it'll be fine. I don't even know what a screen is. <laughs> <laughs> Just floating pixels. Yeah. My oh, sister, man. my sister sent me this video of um, this person handing their daughter a Game Boy Color with Pokemon Yellow in it, mm-hmm. and it's um. The kid's probably like three, four years old, but they're holding the, they're holding the, I said Super Nintendo, but then I Game Boy Color. Oh, okay. But they're holding the Game Boy Color, and she's sitting there like, pressing on the screen. Yeah. Just sitting there trying to make it work by <laughs> oh, pressing on the screen. Oh, so funny. I know. Oh my god. They're like, yeah. use the button. She's like, no, the screen. <laughs> Just fucking it up, man. <laughs> Making it purple. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, it's a weird... It's a weird life we're living. Mm-hmm. 
honestly, another interesting part of a, let's just talk about our lives for a second. We were hitting this like weird time in gaming. I want to like weirdly, uh, I don't know. I'm excited when I think about the future of gaming criteria and for once in our lives, not because games are going to look better. Like we're getting to the point where it's like, if we're getting to the point where it's like, we can't admit, like we're getting to the point where we can't put more information on a smaller thing. You know what I mean? I don't know if you heard about this. It was like recently, it's like... I, I don't want to get into it because I don't fucking know. I don't know it well. But moral story is, we're getting to the point where it's like, graphically, the fidelity, it's like, any better, most of our eyes, it won't even fucking matter. You know what I mean? Where it's getting to that point with visuals, which is exciting to me, because that means, eventually, a motherfucker's going to have to step up with making the actual game mechanics better. Not to say people are not, but I think there are some really good-looking games that have, like, maybe not evolved as much as they could have if they weren't so focused on evolving graphically, which is, like, something that's been really nice to see in our lives. Even just from, like, PS3 to, like, where we are now. Oh, yeah. Like, one generation is nice, but the jumps keep getting smaller, right? Yeah. To the point where this next jump will be the smallest one, and I don't know if there will be a jump after that, you know what I mean? Like, once everything's just, like... Oh, yeah, it's true 4K. Of course it's true 4K. It's PS6. Like, everything is fucking... I don't know. It's just interesting to see where game is going to go once we don't have to focus on making everything look better, especially with the surge of weird retro games where it doesn't matter as much. Dead Cells. and you want to play Dead Cells? But the yeah. messenger from Devolver? Maybe, maybe that's why the Chinese president is like... Caring about the children's eyes now because he's like, listen, these <laughs> games are at the peak of what they're going to be looking. <laughs> we need to be able to take in the next generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, prepa- he's preparing them for the next generation. That's so good. I just know you guys. He like, knows. He has the next generation. He knows. He's like, I am the next generation in Chinese subtitles. I just know you guys like a good conspiracy. So when I read that the Chinese government says we're gonna regulate how many games we have now, especially because of how much That's you guys, fucked. you guys noticed you you had to have noticed, and I know you did. I think we had discussions about it when the game awards came around. But like every major thing, China is more of a factor in gaming in the last year and a half, two years, without a doubt. Even just the last two years, mm-hmm. just like. Uh, like, hearing the words Tencent on the Game Awards, and the fact that, like, they put a lot of money into the Game Awards and shit, and just, like, oh, man, like, E3, and just, like, more and more China comes into the fold, like, why I'm reading more on American sites, like, stories about Chinese gaming, whereas, I mean, there's a lot of, like, Arena Valor, it's like, it's alright for us to not know, fucking know about it, because that's a big Chinese game. There's a bunch of big games that are like, as big as Fortnite, bigger than Fortnite, that is just like, the biggest, that's just the biggest game in Russia. Like, yeah. World of Tanks is fucking huge, dude. <laughs> like, it seriously is. Like, more than I can even comprehend, and I'm saying the word. Is this phone game? Uh, I don't think it's just that. I think it's PC2? I could be wrong. Or I have the wrong name. Something of Tanks? But it's just like... A big tank thing. Yeah. Tank tank Rest in peace, Aretha. Yeah. Franklin. It took us weeks to say that, and we're like the Great Lakes Gaming people. Chang chang thing. Well, how, how do you how do you feel about them? Uh, so hit me with it. At her uh, at her funeral. Or not at her funeral, but they had, like... Yeah, Aretha. They had, um... They had, like, three different, like, services. Okay. And she was wearing something different that, like... Yeah. Whoa. They changed her clothes for the three different services and even changed the casket for the three different services. They changed the casket to the casket? Whoa. It went from, like, a gold one, then they changed it to a bronze one. Sounds like she had a bunch of crazy... I'm sorry. A bunch of unusual requests. She had zero requests. She did not have a will. Oh, I thought that, like, uh... I thought the funeral... For some reason, I thought I offhandly heard on some weird local news thing that, like, the invite-only funeral thing was, uh... 
was a thing that she had wanted or something. I don't know, though. I heard she didn't have a will. Also, R.A.P. Um, yeah, I heard she didn't have a will either. Damn, man. R.A.P. In that case, they made a fucking... There's a celebration, though. Mac, Mel- Mac Miller. R.A.P. Mac Miller. Yeah, Mac Miller did. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know that. Sucks. Damn, man. Sucks. Very poor. Damn. <laughs> it really does. Can I change the tone of this podcast right now? Yeah. I got called the N-word today, but in a positive way. Like, that N-word's good. <laughs> I was carrying a bunch of shit. It was like someone that didn't know I was listening, but it was like, that was only about me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy's good. <laughs> funny. Yeah, but no, rest in peace, people that have died... Sad things. Damn it, man. Sad things are sad. Oh, man. Are we ever going to talk about the cyberpunk footage? No. Not next week. You want to know why, Kyle? Because we've got like four years to talk about it before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> we have a long time to talk about cyberpunk. Um... Ooh, speaking of cyberpunk, this last thing, that doesn't be the last thing, but Gwent, the card game from Witcher. Gwent. Gwent. The story mode they were talking about coming with the online thing, it's going to be its own thing. There's going to be online Gwent, apparently, and then standalone 30-hour RPG. That's what the, they start making a story mode and it turned into its own game. Uh, so that's interesting. I wonder how in-depth that is. So you want to fight a witcher. Also, Henry Cavill, Superman, <laughs> announced as Geralt in the Witcher... Uh, is it Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Netflix series. So interesting. So many weird video game movie and like... Slash shows. Yeah, man. Slash Netflix is just running out of ideas. Is Jim, Jim Carrey's Eggman, right? Robotnik, is that a thing? I have no idea. Let's just, let's just make wild guesses. I'm pretty sure that's something I heard. <laughs> but, yeah. Insanity. Coach, do you know what we got coming up next week? It's peanut butter jelly time. The gauntlet. The gauntlet is... Something you may have heard of, Dan, I'm new to this podcast. This is actually the first time I'm listening. Uh, thank you. If you hadn't, thank you. If you hadn't been talking about Jing Jinping, I wouldn't have kept listening. Thanks for still listening. Jinping. Um, What's the gauntlet, Dan? The gauntlet is something where we invite back past members of the cast, not trays, to... Home. To uh, <laughs> play games, because uh, normally at the end of the podcast, we do not have one this week. This is a tight week. Uh, Give you a tight week. But normally at the end of the podcast, we'll play a little game, trivia game, weird things. Uh, but in the gauntlet, we all bring a game. We all host a game. And uh, the other people that aren't you have to play that game. 25 points up for grab, up for grabs in each of the games. Um... And the progress continues over. Just like from Shenmue 1 to 2, Cartier. <laughs> the progress carries over. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Okay. We go through all the games. Whoever has the most points at the end of everyone's game, which I think this will be the biggest gauntlet ever. Gauntlet for the... the what was it? Gauntlet 4? Yeah, the Gauntlet 4, episode 50 of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast will be the biggest gauntlet in the history of Great Lakes Gaming and Lit Mitten Media. Uh, I think we're going to have five people in it. 125 point maximum if you sweep every single game. The winner will then be the ultimate closer, in theory. Until 10 episodes later, episode 60, when we do the gauntlet one more time, because it's fun to do, so we do it every two and a half months. <coughs> I like it. It's good fun. Uh, it chops it up. Still waiting for the next Kill Your Babies episode. Mm-hmm. Oh man, do we do Kill Your Babies again? I don't know. I just think it's it's gonna be funny when um uh, next week, like next Tuesday, they're just gonna be like Nintendo Direct, and it's just like the Gauntlet. 
Oh, at that point, do we postpone it? The gauntlet? No, fuck that. Whoa, we just do Nintendo Direct. Yeah, the gauntlet takes precedence over Nintendo Direct. Couture, me and you won... Video game news is video game news, (laughs) but the gauntlet is forever. The gauntlet won. Had no subtitle, right? It was just the gauntlet. Oh, I think it was Gauntlet Grunset v. Cartier. That's the one-on-one gauntlet. Oh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like really thought of that then, but... You won that, right, Cartier? Yeah. You're the winner of the first gauntlet, and then the second gauntlet, which was won... By me, I think. Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. that started the rule of when you win the gauntlet, you get to subtitle that gauntlet, which is why it's Gauntlet 2, Ain't No Looking Back. Winner of the third gauntlet, Trey Grunstadt. Naming that Gauntlet 3, Finite Gauntlet, which was, at the time, a really good joke, because Infinity Gauntlet just come out, so Finite Gauntlet. Huh? Hilarious, Cartier. (laughs) Gauntlet Gauntlet 4, the winner will not only be the ultimate closer, they will create the subtitle uh, for that gauntlet. I bring all of this up, Cartier. Um, but, But you triggered something in my head. That's next week. Gauntlet 4, insert subtitle Jeez. here. Gauntlet 4 jizz. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't do this on a podcast, but um, Kill Your Babies, where it's just me and you. Fuck you, Kyle. Uh, Fuck me. And it's Kill Your Babies. Listen, if we do Kill Your Babies again, we can do games again. That's fine. I'm not against that. But it's definitely got to be something that's our babies. That's why I learned from playing it the first time. Credit Kyle Bossman for Kill Your Babies, the game. By the way. So, so what you're saying is the first 150 Pokemon? Yes! You called it. You're reading my mind. You and me sit down. Our true babies. Original 150. The first generation. Who is the last one standing? I'm going to warn you right now. Pikachu is my first choice. The chance of Pikachu winning the Kill Your Babies, me and you, is fucking zero. It's fine. I'm starting off don't, with Snorlax. Don't look at Snorlax. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Reading that game uh, informer. Psyduck. Psyduck will win. Oh man. No. You don't want to kill Psyduck? I don't want to kill Psyduck. No one wants. But also, I mean, Tangla's got little shoes. Who's really going to take up on Tangla? Reading that game. Will be my second guess. Reading, reading that game informer. Uh, Cartier, I couldn't help but notice a little interview with Creatures Inc. They go over some of the Pokemon World stuff. But the interview with the guys at Creatures, and there was a picture. Where three men, three important men, were holding three important Pokemon plushies. One was Pikachu, makes sense. Let's go, Pikachu's coming up soon. One was Eevee, makes sense. Let's go, Eevee. Gonna be a big hit. What was that third plushie, Cartier? Let me uh, flip the page real quick. Squirtle. It was not Squirtle. Squirtle. (coughs) I am not on the right page. Would be a great spokesperson. Was it? Here it is. Eevee. It was, Eevee was one of the two. I see, Eevee Eevee is on the right. Yes, yes. In the middle is Pikachu. Yes, that's the right picture. Yes, yes. And then on the left, it looks like, um, who is that? It looks like just some random plush that they picked up. Look here! It's Snorlax! Snorlax, standalone RPG coming. You heard it here. Great Lakes Gaming first. Seriously, standalone RPG? Snorlax? No, it's no. gonna be it's gonna no. be like um the Magikarp game for the phone where you're fishing and catching Magikarps. Sick. Except for you're just gonna be Snorlax and you just gotta eat the fruit all day. You can't upset me with that. Is it in VR? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Just look at your tummy. <laughs> let, let me look at my game gear for a second. Probably not. <laughs> look at your uh, big old Snorlax tummy in VR. That'd be great. And you'll be with Toe to with, with your eyes closed. <laughs> right. This week in Snorlax. Um, Raunchy. <laughs> top ten raunchiest things said on Great Lakes Gaming. Snorlax standalone RPG coming. Happened with Gwen. 30 hour. They didn't plan on it. Cartier, uh, this week we're going to close out. My favorite way to close out. I do like playing a game. It's exciting. Uh, games are fun, right, Kyle? Or just like Super Street the game. I don't want to talk about that. I, uh, we are going to talk about Skate 4. Has not still been announced. Still not been announced. You guys like teasing me on games I just cannot <laughs> get my hands on. Dude, yeah, I want to yeah. play Skate 4 too, so it's like, it sucks, but I mean, I like poking. Trey's not here for me to poke, so. 
To quote TUI, Trapped Under Ice, it's a shame. Mm. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> I'm hit the plugs by I, I love to end with a solid sentence, Kyle. Mm. Feel free to think of a sentence. Uh, uh, you want to go last card too? No, I don't want to go last this time. Oh, fuck. I, you should you want end to... it with your favorite Mighty Ducks quote. Oh, shit. How about... <laughs> oh, I already got it. <laughs> Lit Mit Media, that fireside.fm is where you can find the whole backlog of Great Lakes Gaming Podcasts. Uh, stick around to the end if you want to hear my favorite Mighty Ducks quote. Uh, it is from two. Fireside is where you'll find all the Lit Mitten stuff. Uh, you can always go on YouTube, type in Great Lakes Gaming into the search bar. Lit Mitten, Lit Mitten Media. You will find us, all the podcasts, as, long as, a, as well as a slew of other things. Slew? Uh, a slew! What Cartier thinks about uh, the Pokemon Let's Go stuff, the first announcements. That's a, that's a good video on there. More Pokemon? Me and Cartier talking talk about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Oh, no, just Sun and Moon. Uh, Kyle playing things with bread. Kyle playing the Crew 2 beta. Assorted things that have aged at this point. Me playing the Captain Spirit demo. There you go. All those things on the YouTube. Um, otherwise, if you're just like, Dan, I just like podcasts. How do I listen to this in a more convenient way? Because Fireside is user-friendly, but I'm on the go, baby. If you're on the go, baby, uh, you can listen to the Great Lakes Game Podcast. Baby. Stitcher. iTunes. Google Play. Spotify? Damn, we're so fancy. Spotify, all that good stuff. We're not a Castro, are we? Castro.fm, Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> like, I tried to only name the ones people have heard of. <laughs> no, someone's listening on Castro. I'm watching you. What is a Castro? .fm. iTunes feeds into so many different apps, it's pretty ridiculous. We're on things I don't know about. Sometimes I look those things up and I look at them. <laughs> I'm like, all right. cool. The thumbnail transitioned. <laughs> Final words. Kyle Melville, Nicholas Cartier, I'm Dan Allen. Uh, whoever wants to go first? Kyle, you want to go first? I almost bought a lobster grilled cheese last night. almost got those dragon eggs. Palm spaghetti, knees weak, arms spaghetti, spaghetti on a spaghetti already, mom spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm spaghetti to drop bombs. But he keeps on spaghetti what he wrote down, Dan Allen. Doing a triple axle to break the Iceland defense. Woo, 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 Kenny, woo. Two minutes. Well worth it. I couldn't do just one. <laughs> <laughs> uh...